0: Well, somebody say praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, today I'm going to do one that's not going to make me popular, may lose me some friends, but what's right is right anyway. And please understand that I don't think myself righteous. Matter of fact, I I think myself one of the, probably one of the most troublesome people to the Lord he's ever had to deal with papa, blessed redeemer god of glory and grace but the truth is a truth people i don't do these things these podcasts based on what i think everything i do or say is based on the word of god i try not to give my opinions because my opinions aren't worth the era. trouble it takes me to speak them half the time but The word of God remains the same. Ah, Lord God, Lord God. And I speak this in love and trying to help people to understand because our younger, this seems to be an epidemic among our younger generation. They think if they just move in and they just live together, that that's the same as getting married. No, my friends, that's either adultery or fornication. If you're already married, And you move in with somebody that's already been married, that's adultery. If you move in with somebody that's not married, that's fornication. Now, even Google knows that. Here, I'll show you. Hey, Google, what is the definition of fornication? Here's the definition of fornication. Formal, humorous, sexual intercourse between people not married to each other. Thank you, Google. There. Google even knows that. Hey, Google, what is the definition of adultery? Here's the definition of adultery. Voluntary sexual intercourse between a married person and a person who is not his or her spouse. Thank you, Google. Now, if even Google knows the definition of adultery and fornication, why do we think we can just move in with each other and it's just okay with God? Now, Google's just a <laughs> irrelevant thing. But it's a worldly thing, but even the world knows the difference. But we want to kid ourselves today. We want to say it's the same thing. It doesn't matter. But it does matter. If it didn't matter, God wouldn't have said, Adulterers, fornicators, n- uh, railers, drunkards, neither the like, shall enter the kingdom of God. Now, it's all through the Bible. But the problem is we don't read the Bible anymore. And when we do, we kind of tear the pages out that we don't like. I'm going to title this one today, The Woman at the Well. Blessed Redeemer, God of glory and grace. John chapter 4, verse 16 through 18. Jesus said to the woman at the well, well, I'll tell you the story of it. Jesus was kind of tired and he sat down at the well and a woman came up to draw water. And he looked at her and said, give me a drink, please. And she said, you know, she was a Samaritan woman. It was kind of like between the minorities and others and, you know, and the whites and the blacks, the Hispanics and, you know, the different, it was a racial thing. The Samaritans and the Jews didn't get along. The Jews looked down on the Samaritans. The Samaritans knew it and they didn't like it. So they didn't get along. And she said, why are you a Jew? Why are you asking a drink of me? By the way, Jesus was a Jew, born of the seed of David through the earthly means. But though he was not born of earthly means, he was born of a virgin. But even still, his mother was a Jew. Ah, oh, Lord God, Lord God. But he was accredited to the seed of David, though David had nothing to do with him as far as physical goes because Mary had no intercourse before she was married. Again, she was not an adulterer, neither a fornicator. She wasn't married, so she didn't have sex. Now, trust me when I say I was one of the biggest... I ran around a lot in my younger days when I wasn't married. Now, since I've been married, I don't do things like that. Even when I wasn't in church, I didn't do things like that. Not when I was married. I made a mistake a couple of times before I got in church. But even I, as bad a guy as I was, I knew that was wrong to go out and sleep with a woman in one bed and then crawl into bed with my wife. You just don't do things like that. But anyway, that's not really what we're dealing with right here. Everybody knows that's an adulterer. What we're dealing with here is young people that go out and and are people that just move in together. And hey, this is my wife. This is my husband. Did you get a divorce from your last husband, your last wife? Did you get married? Did you go and honor God? Now, I'm not saying that you have to. if, If you've been legally married, then you need to get a legal divorce. But if you've not been ever legally married, if you just go into church or go get a minister or whatever, and you, I'm not saying you have to get licensed with the state you live in. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you have to honor God with your marriage. I'm not as interested that you, well, I think God honors it when you go to the state and go to the justice of the peace because you went through the trouble to get married. I think God honors it if you simply go to the church and honestly in your heart, commit yourselves to one another and go before a minister and have him, marry you i think you should always go before a minister rather than a justice of peace but still i think god honors that too but at least you went through the trouble to try to get married because here we have we see that jesus knew the difference with the woman at the well john 4 verse 16 through 18 jesus said go get your husband she said answered i have no husband Jesus' reply was, you are correct to say you have no husband. The fact is, you have had five husbands and the one you now have is not your husband. So in this you have said truly. So Jesus recognized the fact that she had had five marriages. Now, Jesus in other places said that he didn't want you to have but one. He said, he that marries a divorced woman commits adultery. So we know in the perfect will of God, he only wants us to have one marriage. But we see that with our lives like they are, that Jesus recognized. He said in John chapter 4, verse 17, he said, Jesus reply was, You are correct to say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands, and the one you now have is not your husband. So Jesus recognized five marriages. But when she just moved in with a man, even she knew it wasn't her husband, and she he told her, He said, The one you're with now, he's not your husband. Because she didn't bother to get married to him. She didn't get a divorce and she didn't get married. Maybe she got divorced, but she didn't get married. So Jesus, after five marriages, he still recognized the difference between living together and being married. When you're living together, my friend, you're the adulterer the Bible talks about. And it says, Neither adulterer shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Neither fornicator, adulterer, drunkard, raider, delight. It just puts it all in one basket. So we see that God knows the difference and God wants you to go through the trouble to honor him in your marriage and actually commit yourselves to one another. It's just too easy when you just move in to just move on to another one if you don't ever make a commitment. Ah, oh, Lord God, Lord God. And I would say it's better to do it legally because it's a stronger commitment. It's more trouble to split up. It gives you something to hold on to, something to help you to stay together. Oh, Lord, blessed Redeemer. But there just seems to be an epidemic among people nowadays. They just move in together and they act like they're married. They act like they think that's OK, like it doesn't matter. You don't have to go through that trouble. But God said you did. It's not man that said it. God got these laws from the Bible. God, I mean, man got these laws from God's word, from the Bible. That's where all this stuff came from. It wasn't, Marriage wasn't man's invention. It was God's invention god's the one that put a man and a woman together and for this cause shall a man leave his mother and father and cleave unto his wife and the two shall become one flesh ah lord god lord god king of kings and lord of lords touch us today mighty jesus blessed redeemer and believe me i don't say this to condemn people if i saw you standing on the edge of a cliff you're about to totter over the edge, and I just come up and kind of pat you on the back, and push you on over. Say, everything's going to be fine, and then watch you fall. I haven't helped you, have I? But if I see you about to totter over the edge, and I grab you and pull you back, even if it upsets you a little bit, I yank you back. I saved your life. My friend, you're standing on the edge of a cliff if you're doing something like this, and you're about to fall off into the pit. Well, you need to wake up. You need to see what is right and good. You need to call on the Lord every day from an honest heart and confess your sins and turn your heart to him and commit your ways to his ways and try to do what is right and good today. Bless the Lord with all your heart. Bless the Lord with all your soul. And remember, even though Jesus corrected the woman at the well, she was the first one he came to to proclaim the gospel to he offered her life. He offered her salvation. He didn't come and condemn her. She was the first one of Samaria to hear the word of God. She was the first one. And he told her straight up, I am the living God. I am the Messiah. I am the one it is to come. She, he didn't play around with her. He told her the truth. He let her know right up front who he was and what he was, where he came from and who where he was going. Ah, Lord God, Lord God. And she was the evangelist that went into all Samaria and says, Come, hear the word of God. Hear the man that told me everything I ever did. She confessed her sins. She repented and she knew that she'd done wrong. She tried to change and tried to do right. When the word of God came to her, she she didn't rebuke it, she didn't rebel against it, she didn't say, Oh, it don't matter. She corrected her ways, turned her heart to him and tried to do what is right and good before him that she might be accepted in his sight. You know, it does say in the Bible, pray that you be found worthy to stand before the son of man. My friends, there is a certain amount of things that we have to do. It's not all just attributed to grace. Grace is for that that you can't help, not for that you can. If you can help it, you're supposed to do it yourself. If you can't help it, And God's grace is sufficient. But if you can help it, you need to do it. And if you're living with someone that you're not married to, then you need to get married. Or you need to abstain from sexual intercourse with them until you do. You need to correct these matters. You need to get right before God. Because if you don't, there may not be anything else in your life you're doing wrong. But if you're living with another man's wife or another woman's husband, if you're not married to him and you're living there and you haven't bothered to get married, my friend, when the day of judgment comes, when you stand before the one who created you, you're not going to be blessed, but you're going to be called an adulterer, a fornicator. And this is going to cast your soul into the pit of hell with the devil and his disciples. And it's just a simple thing to, my lord i have a daughter that she has a lot of troubles mental issues and everything else but she even managed to get a divorce for little or no money it's not that hard to do usually even if the other person doesn't want the divorce you can get it anyway my first wife she divorced me without me even knowing i was getting divorced she left me divorced me sheriff come up and he says son uh, here's your divorce papers and he says i'm sorry i was out on vacation and uh they just left them on my table and he says you know you're gonna do this if you want to i said well she don't want me i don't guess there's much point in that but uh at least my first wife was a good woman though we, we got married before we moved in to live together my second wife we got married in the church didn't have sex with either one of them before i married them but i'm not saying that to condemn others who have Because I was an adulterer, fornicator. I was a problem child before I got right with God. But the Lord straightened me out. But I didn't say it didn't matter. I realized that God's way was right and my way was wrong. And I had to line up with his word. Not mine. Not my opinions of his word. But what his word said. So, remember though. When Jesus came to the woman at the well and told her, he said, you've had five husbands and the one you now have is not your husband. He did recognize the five marriages. So we see that Jesus did not condemn her, but he was encouraging her to do what it was right. He was correcting her. But yet at the same time, he offered her eternal life. He said, if you knew the one you're talking to, you would have asked of him living water and he would have given you the water that would save your life. Now, my friends, ask of him that living water that you might live and not die and that by the mercies of the living God do what is right this day that you be saved. Lord bless. Keep you in the mercy of God today. Love you. Jesus loves you. Lord bless.